Gen Gaming Podcast listeners, welcome All to episode. Yes, uh, <laughs> welcome to episode eighty of the Gen Ga- uh, Generation Gaming Podcast. I am your host this week. I am Tyler. I'm also joined by the regular cast of uh, Crazies and uh, I don't even know what the hell to go on with that one. Pokemon Masters. Pokemon Masters. Yeah. So, Gabe, how you are? Jack, whatever we want to call you. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing okay. Just still feeling the after effects of. Uh... The past couple days from work and stuff like that, but I'm still good. I'm doing good. Just uh, playing a couple of games here and there, but uh, yeah, other than that, nothing really like uh, fantastic has happened as of late, though. Just uh, just me enjoying my winter break. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I know we talked about it before the show, but I want to ask you real quick. We'll make we'll make this super quick. Did you get anything cool for Christmas? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I got I actually got a quite a bit of good stuff. A lot of stuff that I wasn't even expecting, like my dad ended up giving me a tablet for Christmas, which Very he nice. never gives yeah. me anything, honestly, nice. for uh, Christmas time or anybody in that case and scenario. And he ends up giving like a Sam, give me like a Samsung Galaxy Tab Four. Nice. He's like what the That's fuck? Pretty the cool. Hell? I know it's it's really cool. I've been because uh, Amazon, like the marketplace and stuff, the Android marketplace, oh, and Google like Play? all these games, like. Uh, you could download for free, right? And they were like about over like two hundred dollars worth of like stuff. It was like a special offer thing, so I got to download games like say like Hearthstone and all these other Ooh. various games for free. And I, you know, I tried a little bit of them. Hearthstone's not that bad, to tell the honest truth. But mm-hmm. uh, I only played like about an hour or so of it, so I don't really have too much to say about it. But other than that, I ended up not getting one, but I got like three major games or something like that nice. from my mom, which. I was just telling her, hey, I just want Smash Brothers. So, she gets me Smash Brothers, right? And uh, she ends up giving me Far Cry 4 and Forza Horizon 2 as well, which I'm like, holy shit. Nice. <laughs> nice. It was their, like, way to thank me for, like, uh, helping them so much around the house and stuff. Which, you know, I do that a lot all year. You That's know, pretty be- good. Well, it's because my parents are older parents, so I think 50s and 60s and stuff, so I have to help them a lot with... Uh, Basic bare necessity stuff, plus look after my brother and all this other thing. So, yeah, Christmas was pretty fun. I mean, I don't. Have, I'm not too sure what else I got for freaking things. Oh, I got undershirt. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like a package of fucking undershirts on my bed here. That I still haven't unwrapped. <laughs> Very Which, nice. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's right here. <laughs> Is it a Hanes for the loom? What? It's Hanes. Eight T-shirts. <laughs> Nice. I got I got some too. I got I got the the white t shirts. I love. Those I got things. Watt V necks. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the V necks. I, I like that the chest hair hangs out. I'm not like either. That. I don't know why they got them for me. <laughs> I like the undershirts though because I like to wear them a lot during like work and stuff, so I don't have any type of uh, anything like cold or anything when I'm wearing my heavy shirts. <laughs> yeah, same way. I always wear my white t shirts underneath my, or you know, under all my other shirts. So 
Very nice. They're very handy. I always get a oh, pack yeah. of those every, every Christmas. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Is that, uh, is that pretty much everything you got for Christmas this year? Yeah, pretty much. All right, man. Very awesome. Nice nice Christmas for you, then. Oh, yeah, and it was. Then, <laughs> and then we'll move on to Jack. Or J- Jake. I'm sorry. Jake. We were talking to Jack. You got, I, got two, I got two hosts Jake, anyway. Let's start with the J. That Jake and Jack. It's really, it gets confusing. Actually, no. You have one host name that starts with a J and one fake name that starts with a J. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We call him by both. He, we, we know who he is. He's got the laugh. Oh man! But uh, Jake, man, what, how how how's your Christmas? And how you doing overall, buddy? Uh, my Christmas is pretty good. I got Kingdom Hearts two point five HD for. Oh yes. I got Cards Against Humanity, and the good. five the first five Fables Deluxe Edition book graphic novels. Oh nice! Oh wow! Yeah, so that's can't what wait Wolf to go that. Is based off of right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so... Oh, and I also got a 3 terabyte external hard drive for my laptop slash Xbox One. Shit, which dude, I've officially reached capacity on my Xbox One. Nice. Oh, my God. It didn't even take you a year. <laughs> I got about well, things gigs I buy mo- for, so. I buy mostly digital games. There you go. Ah. And uh, since you have to install pretty much every fucking game... Which is about forty gigs. It really doesn't leave you much room, Mm-mm. especially when it says five hundred gigs, but it's really like three fifty. Yeah. Yep. Then you get then and you got all the I'm free games. Up, yeah. Then you get the semi-free games with Xbox Gold, yep. and opening up my second beer. Nice Stone mm. or Double Arrogant Bastard. Ah, oh, good beer. Good choice, only, my friend. I think for my Xbox One, I only have like about thirty percent. Of like storage actually used, so oh between Destiny, GTA Five, uh, Dead Rise, installing Dead Rising Three. Oh yeah, I have the disc for that. I have the disc for Halo MC Collection, which also made me install fifty gigs. Yep, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. We shouldn't have to have to. We shouldn't have to install the damn games. Yeah, the com- Microsoft shouldn't have freaking like just made their console without an interchangeable hard drive for God's sakes. Actually, their hard drive is a lot easier because it's just the USB plug-in, isn't it? Well, yeah, of course. There's ways, you know, just to do the external hard. drive. Oh, the external hard drive is a USB is a USB plug-in. Yeah, but... that but works just as fine, doesn't it? Well, yeah, but the, thing the kinda, kinda internal hard like... drive is kind of a bitch to change. Oh. Yeah, I kind of wish that uh, it was more like easier convenience, say, like with the PS4, it's like external hard drive thing where you could just. Unscrew a couple things, take it out, do this, do that, input the one that you want, you know, just stuff like that. Oh, yeah. man, I had huge fucking problems with the tray, like, for the PS3. Yeah. Like, the tray would, like, some re- the screw was uh, stripped, oh, shit. and I couldn't get the fucking hard drive out without breaking the case, <laughs> and uh, broke the case, got the hard drive out, the case wouldn't go back in. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was yeah, that would suck. Bullshit. But what about you, Tyler? What did you get for Christmas? Uh, I got some pretty cool stuff. Uh, got kind of what I thought I'd get. I got Captain Toad's uh, Treasure Tracker for the Wii U. Nice. And uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare for the PS4. I'm sorry. And uh, I also got um, a PSN $50 card. Oh, I, I haven't used cool. it yet. It, kinda, it sucked, though, the day before Christmas. I actually spent $50 on the PSN. <laughs> and then, uh, a $50 PSN card the next day. So, but hey, you got your money back. Yeah, pretty much. Semi. Nice, kind of, sort of. But so, I'm, just, I'm really excited. There's there's some nice sales going on. Uh, they're ending, I think, actually, 
um, on New Year's Eve. So I might. You should get GTA Five. Uh, no. Uh, so I don't have that much. I honestly don't know if I have enough room on PS4 to download them. Download that game. <laughs> no, it's a 40 gig <laughs> download. Yeah, I have like 50 gigs left. I uninstall. That's with me un- uninstalling a bunch of stuff uh, over the weekend. Wow. But uh, no, I got a. I actually got a pop filter for my mic. <laughs> so there you go. That's pretty cool. So I was actually messing around with it over Scott the weekend. Scott Cam. Scott Cam. Scott Cam. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can't actually see it in the in the picture. I got it set up just how I want it right now. Ah. Uh, but no, it was actually really cool. And, uh, I was messing around with it over the weekend, and I thought it sounded a lot better. So, as a, it's kind of pathetic. I was just sitting here like talking to my mic by myself in my basement uh, for about an hour. <laughs> You're such a pretty microphone. You're such hey, a microphone. how you I, doing? Hi there. I do. You, do you, can you tell I'm not popping my pee so much? But uh, <laughs> what? It's a pop filter. You know, oh. whatever. Anyways, it's um, your peas and I think. S's and stuff. It's, yeah, it makes it's, it sound it's for the air won't clear. hit like the microphone. It's supposed to, it, it's it's pretty nice, but um, I you know I got some like uh, I got pretty much this you know usually for Christmas like I always ask for stuff like I need like I usually just ask for clothes so I got a bunch of like pajamas and uh, some like work shirts and stuff like some button ups and polos. Did you get any there. Firefly gear? No, all everything. I just got more for like business stuff to wear ah. the war- you know, I didn't get like any casual like shit my parents did buy me the Call of Duty Advanced Warfare shirt that's like <laughs> uh, at GameStop and I'm like it's like a 1X I'm like that's not gonna fit like, I'm a big guy like it ain't, it ain't. I'm like you can just probably take that back uh, I got and the look at you with that stern look on their faces like oh, yeah, you're gonna lose some weight boy <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm, I'm probably never gonna like wear that like it's still sitting in the wrapper I don't even want to like take it out I got a Firefly Blue Sun t-shirt. Nice. Which is basically the company that's basically responsible for all the bad shit that happened to River. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I did um, I did ask for some Doctor Who socks, but uh, Amazon unfortunately sold out of them before my parents could buy them. So Yeah, I had an Amazon Christmas too. Yeah. For all those but, uh, Christmas stuff. I also, crazy. and before I forget, um, they actually got me with some beer. Uh, they got me Left Hand Brewery's uh, Fade to Black, which I haven't tried yet. I'll, nice. I'm gonna drink that. I'm gonna drink that next week. This, but they also got me a um, a growler of New American Brewing Company's Guardian Double Stout, which is actually a local brewery in Ankeny, Iowa. And uh, I've been drinking it a little bit, and it's um actually really really good. It's it's pretty dark. Um, they actually have a little scale here, like you know, out of five. Um, hops is a three out of five. Malt is five mm. out of five, and color is five out of five. But it's just black, so I don't know what they're rating that color on. So, but it's just got some chocolate and coffee to it a little bit. I don't really taste taste it too much, but it's excellent. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm really enjoying that. But we uh, we have bigger things to do this week, guys, than talk about all the cool shit we got for Christmas. We are here to talk about what our games that we've been playing. Not just actually the games we've been playing this this year. But the top 10 games of 2014. So um, I think we kind of agreed on it last week after the show. But the uh, the plan was for us to um, we quickly go through 10 through 6. And then we take turns going through 5, 4, 3, and 2, and 1. Okay. Does that work with you guys? You want yeah, to that's, that again? that's fine because it was ridiculous amount of time last year. Okay, so uh, really. I think we'll, yeah, um, what we can do if you guys want is you can do some honorable mentions before we can do them before or after the uh, after we're done. I don't know which one order you want to do them in. I think before would be a good idea. Yeah, before get them out of the way and go through right. them like you would ten through six. Yeah, yeah, so like 
really it's gonna be like our top 15 or so but and it's not uh, gonna be like 30 like during their game of the generation stuff for me yeah J- jack's every <laughs> game that jack liked from last generation <laughs> Podcast. That was fucking hilarious too. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, not for you guys. You were just sitting back there, like, okay, come on, here we go. Fifteen minutes later, oh my god, I think we're, we had I to think cut we're audio because Joshi Fett was going to lose it. But oh no, but uh, yeah, what we'll do is we'll just kind of we'll go through our honorable mentions and then we'll do our ten through six and we'll spend. You know, if you want, spend five minutes or so just you know talk about not each game, but five minutes discussing. What you liked about the game and why it's on your list, but um, are we gonna go through like ten, then go to your ten, and some Jack's ten? Um, what? um, well, we can either do that. We can just take turns going through ten, or we can just do ten through six, all like, all at once. Like I'll go and you just do ten through six, and then you'll go do ten through six. It's up to you guys how you want to do it. I mean, yeah, we could do that. Then when we get to five, we can just then five will do it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what's, what's, uh, um, we have our list put together, so I'm going to start with, uh, Jake, man. What's your, uh, 10 through 6, and your honorable mentions or whatever? Our honorable mentions, basically, since I don't think any of us have actually put remakes on our list. Uh. <laughs> Jack did. <laughs> okay, well, my honorable mentions bad. are mostly remakes, like the Master Chief Collection, uh, Pokemon Ru- Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Minecraft for the Xbox One and PS4, and uh, GTA Five and Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD. Uh, okay. All these games, they're oh crap. I'm gonna say they're upscale. They're remaster is great. Maybe Minecraft since it's basically a port from the PC. It just got up. It just got uh from the 360 and PS3 that just got ported over, and then the world got. Bigger with a, with a fucking patch. Yeah, but yeah, all those games were good and then, like, good ports and definitely worth playing. Maybe sometime in the near future. But my ten through six, it would have to be Peg, starting off with Peggle Two. Nice. Uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic: Shadow of Raven or Revan that released uh, earlier this month. Uh, number eight would be Tottenfall. Okay. <laughs> Did you want to explain why you like these games? I mean, you could do that too. I don't. Well, no, nah, not for ten, and not for freaking ten through six. Okay, that's fine. Like, like I said, like pe- everyone knows. Pretty much everyone knows Peggle Two. Everyone knows Swotor. Top. Everyone knows Tottenfall. And, okay. And uh, number seven, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. I like. I actually enjoyed the single player in this one like a lot more than I did the other ones, and I actually want to go back to the multiplayer if I ever find people to play with. So, do you have it on, on PS4 or Xbox One? Xbox One. Sorry. Damn it. Okay, that's fine. Right. And uh, my number six would have to be Charles Fusion. Okay. Wow. Very cool. I go back to that. I go. I play that game pretty much every right before we record, like every week. Yeah. So. I do see you on there, like, pretty, half the time when you're on PS4, you're either doing Minecraft or it's, it's Trials Fusion. It's kind of always in your rotation. Yes, yeah, Trials Fusion, GTA, and maybe Minecraft. Yeah. So, <laughs> very, very yeah, but those are my 6 Okay. And, uh, so, Gay Baby, what what you got uh, for your honorable mentions? Gay Baby. Don't call me Baby again. Anyway, hey, I actually have I, I have baby in my freaking online handle. All right, I don't want to hear shit from you. 
<laughs> My baby's wagon. <laughs> Sounds just like that, too. But anyway, for my list this year, I just decided that I just wanted to stick to games that were released in 2014, only because it just kind of puts in perspective of what I have went through and played, but also because I don't want to be like that one dude who just can't really afford to go through and just uh, beat the games released in a certain year and just rely mm-hmm. upon stuff that I've experienced throughout previously. But as far as honorable mentions go, I mean, there was a game like, say, The Last of Us that I did go through earlier on this year, which was good. And there were certain portions I did like and did not. But uh, let's see. I'm trying to think here. Pokemon Y, obviously, I talked a lot about. But then again, Pokemon X and Y pretty much was my top games for, like, last year because they were a breath of fresh air, in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think that was honestly, real quick, I think Pokemon X was, like, my number four in my game of the year. Yeah, so. I think it was roughly top five for me too. Yeah, and the, the the three games that beat it were on top my top ten games of generation. So that yeah. tells you why yeah. I like about, about Pokemon <laughs> X. Yeah, that's the only safe reason for me. I mean, the only reason why I talk so much about Pokemon Y this year as opposed to just keeping it in the past or something like that is because I got too much into the competitive type of aspect of it, which I sort of have been for like uh, it's most more than a recent release and stuff, but. Oh, let's see. I played a bit of Proteus. Proteus was pretty cool. Let's see. <laughs> I finally was able to beat, like, Castle Crashers by myself on Steam, which that was pretty <laughs> fun, nice. too. Hey, you could have told me you were going to play Castle Crashers and not join you. I have that damn game. I think I gave you the game. You didn't give me the game. I had the game. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. Because I bought, I bought, like, a four-pack on Steam, so I gave three copies away. I don't know who I gave them to, though. I think it was like Tyler and then somebody else. <laughs> you no, you it. asked me and I told you I didn't. I did, don't bother sending it to me. They'll never play it. Ah. Uh, well, anyway, oh. the last honorable mention I can think about is uh, Infamous 2, which that's a game from 2009. I understand that, but it was still a pretty fun, engaging game, in my honest opinion. The Blast Shards. <laughs> they go through all that game and just click those Blast, blast Shards. Have nothing to compare, blast Shards have nothing compared to the freaking cl- data clusters in Sancho 4 yep. or the fragments in Crackdown. Yeah, probably. Probably. I mean, I haven't really played through Saints Row 4, but but, uh, yeah, I just spent a lot of Infamous 2 just collecting all the blast shards and the dead drops and stuff. But anyway, it's time to get to my 10 through 6 here. So for number 10, I went with Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. It's a nice. game that... Uh, only took me maybe a few hours to beat overall, but at the same time, the quality of it was really good. The game looked pretty great, and I it makes me a little bit excited to go through, you know, <laughs> like the Phantom Pain, it's called? Yeah, Phantom Pain, yep. Yeah, hopefully that releases next, like in 2015. <laughs> yep, supposed to be coming out next fall. And I'll play I'll play both of those Metal Gear Solid games then. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the next game on my list is uh, gonna be a bit of a surprise because I wasn't really thrilled with it like uh, like what was it like a month or two or something after I got it was uh, Destiny hmm. now why I chose Destiny for the number 9 slot over Metal Gear Solid 5 I mean one I played a hell of a lot more than I did with Metal Gear Solid 5 I mean with Metal Gear Solid 5 I just played it through its initial things I enjoyed it I traded it in like almost hmm. in the same month <laughs> But, Wait, uh, is that Metal Gear Solid or Destiny? Well, this is Metal Gear Solid Five. I'm talking about. It at least I at least put about two or so months or so into 
maybe Destiny, if I recall right. But uh, Destiny had a bunch of great gameplay, and the only reasons why it's not higher up on this list is because, well, the non-existent story, that's one factor. Another thing is, there wasn't really much that was keeping me interested after I completed the main stuff. Mm -hmm. But, uh, let's see. Number eight, I'm going with a little obscure game that released in the 3DS back in May, which is Mario Golf World Tour, which I love the oh, fuck yeah. out of Mario Golf. <laughs> a little obscure title, kind of an indie thing, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obscure because, you know what, I like Mario Golf and stuff like that. There hasn't really been much talk about Mario Golf since the other big Nintendo stuff that was released this year. But I played through the initial things. I went through all three cups, and uh, I beat that thing, and it was it was really enjoyable. It was a lot better than their Mario Tennis outing that they had like a couple years back. Let's see. Number seven is a really recent one, Injustice Gods Among Us. Now, the thing about it is I love fighting games. I grew up playing a lot of great fighters, like, say, Street Fighter, let's see, Tekken, all these other various stuff, but Injustice Gods Among Us, the same, you know, developers behind the remake of Mortal Kombat for the PS3 and Xbox 360, I think they did a really fantastic job not only going to the lore mm -hmm. of the DC universe, but also just the pick-up-and-play aspect of the game itself. Because I literally went through, and I said this like a week or two ago, I literally went through that game's campaign in a day because I was just enjoying myself so much. I mean, that's something that I don't really do for like a big story base like a fighter. The last time I had something that engrossing was Persona 4 Arena. <laughs> nice. And number six. Number six is, is obviously a remake right here. <laughs> But uh, Pokemon Omega Ruby. <laughs> what? I honestly thought that would be number one. I thought no. no. He said he didn't really. He said earlier he didn't really get into the competitive stuff as much as he did. I okay. I, I still thought it would be like number at least number one or two. Go I'd on. I'd say it was With probably Pokemon gonna be four. Y, yeah, yeah. Jacob is correct though. I didn't really get as much into the competitive stuff until I got into Pokemon Y and stuff like that. But for Pokemon Omega Ruby, yeah, it's pretty much. Obviously, a remake of a game that I played through back in what two thousand three or something like that. Two thousand four. Oh, two thousand four. Yeah, I wasn't really as enthralled with this game as I did with Pokemon Y because one, it's a remake. Two, there's other various portions that really feel familiar, obviously, because it is a remake. But uh, mm -hmm. it was just mostly this the same, the pretty much the same stuff that was introduced in X and Y, which you know what. It's fun. I put about 80 or so hours into Pokemon Omega Ruby, but uh, I'm going to play maybe here or there or something like that if I really want to for competitive stuff, but it's not within the, my top five uh, this year. <laughs> real quick, do not do competitive uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Why? Pokemon MMO has released uh, their Emerald ROM, or their Emerald version and everyone on there is super highly competitive. You'll probably oh, enjoy it more are. on there. <laughs> Do they have wonder trades though? I'm sure you can go up to a random, walk up to a random person, trade, and see if they'll accept. I doubt they will though. Yeah, uh, you wonder can do that in Omega so Ruby as well in Alpha Sapphire. That, that's awesome. I love the I, I, I probably put more hours into Omega Ruby through the wonder trade than I did playing the actual game. <laughs> <laughs> you probably did. I did that a lot with that with that Pokemon uh, Y. Stuff. Oh, I did that too, but with Omega Ruby, it's like I had to go catch wild, shitty wild Pokemon to use for Wonder Trade. <laughs> I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
only I kind of went a step beyond both of you as I kept on breeding all these five, six IV like uh, Pokemon from Omega Ruby because I got that ditto through a random trade on the GTS. And so I end up getting all these like uh, really interesting Pokemon too. I mean, yeah, sure. There's a lot of shit that goes through that wonder trade. Cause oh yeah, lo- level one um, starters, level one like shitty other Pokemon. Level one Bunnelby. Oh, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? Oh, hey, look, it's a fledgling. It's like, oh, okay. Well, what is it? Modest? Oh god, I can't use this. Do this. Do that. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Do that was my pretty much my tenth or sixth right there. So, okay, very nice. Then, so I will go ahead and jump in the mind. I just want to start off saying though, like this list, I, and I told the guys for the show, I spent a good probably two hours putting this together, and I even before the show was moving stuff around here and there. Um, but like I, I looked it up, I played over thirty games that came out this year. I beat nearly twenty of them, and some of the games I, I didn't beat are like sports games or games you can't beat. Yep. So and I I looked I mean I think I played every triple, big AAA game that came out this year besides Destiny and Titanfall. God damn. So I yeah I mean I That's an I don't <laughs> yeah I honestly don't I think I spent more maybe not more time playing games but I spent probably more money and I played more like different games than any other year in my entire life and I don't know how I did it with the amount of I didn't have as nearly as much free time as I've had in years past with just work and life but. Moving on, let's go ahead and uh, jump into my honorable mentions. Uh, I did have Frederick Saves Music, which is um, a, was a Wii U title that I actually paid like I bought on a whim for like two bucks. Um, I talked about it probably two months ago. It was like only an hour and a half long game. Yep. Uh, the piano game, I love the game. I the soundtrack was available on iTunes. I buy it immediately. Um, another one on my list was Transistor. Uh, the people that brought brought us Bastion. Knocked it out of the park again with another great game with another Super soundtrack that, games, that I think it was I th- called. Uh, what? I think the the name of the developer is like what Super Giant Games or something. Like that. Yeah, Super Giant Games, I believe is their name. But um, another another I, the soundtrack is available. I need to buy that. Um, but just a great experience with a really unique um kind of a fighting style. Um, I'd like to see um, every so far. I played all the I played both their games and both of them have been fantastic and games that were on my. In somewhere near my game of the years, when uh, the year that came out, uh, next on my list was Bravely Default, um, a go. game that I, I actually, I talked about it. Um, I made jokes about it all throughout the year, but I put 19 hours in the game and I was still on chapter two. And um, <laughs> I actually, I, and I don't think I did this in any other game. I went back to it in, um, I think like July, and I put another 10 hours into it. And I think I'm on chapter four now. So, uh, slowly plowing through it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a game I'm going back to when Dead Spots, and but just when as games come out, I just stop playing it. But I feel like that's kind of be, believe it default. I might be that game I beat two years from now because there's like 15 chapters. But um, next on my list was Far Cry 4. It was a really great game with the with a good story, and, but it was more of just Far Cry 3. They did they did a good job of kind of it is Far Cry 4. Far Cry 4 is Far, Far, Far Cry ugh. Far Cry 4 is Far Cry 3 and just. Um, the Himalayans essentially, and nothing wrong with that. But I just I, it wasn't enough influential to me that kind of put it in that top ten list for me. Uh, next on my list is kind of a surprise based off the reviews and everybody's talk of it. Watch Dogs was um, was an honorable mention. Uh, honorable mention for me. Um, I liked it. It wasn't like it didn't live up to the hype that was built around it. But I thought it was still a competent shooter open world game with a very unique, uh, uh, you know. 
part of the game where just the hacking mechanic is just a really cool mechanic I like to see see in Lost Shocks 2 and maybe other games expand upon and um, also Last of Us um, is a remake a really enjoyable game uh, but I've talked about it before it's one of my favorite games of all time and like Jack I had Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes it's actually one of the few games I still own and will not sell because I, I know I'll go back to that um, probably eventually when uh, Phantom Pain comes out and last but not least, on my honorable mentions, I had Pokemon Ruby. I wanted to put this in my top ten, but being a re- I never played the original, but I didn't want to put a remake in my top ten, so I just kind of... But I put it up like number 11, really, because it was actually in my top ten for a while. But uh, as I take a breath here, whew, uh, moving into my uh, top ten, uh, ten through six here, um, I actually put Dragon Age at number ten, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition at number ten. Um, and I'd like to put this as kind of a incomplete right now. I would like to come back to this eventually when I finish the game. Uh, just because I'm 17 hours in. I've only finished the first story mission. But I love the voice acting, the story, um, the changes in the combat that expanded upon Dragon Age 2 has been great. And I could see myself easily putting 100 hours into this before it's all said and done. Um, so like I said, I like, maybe in a couple months when I beat it, i like to like go back to this list and maybe bump it up or down depending on how the rest of the game goes. Uh, number nine on my list was Hyrule Warriors. Uh, it was a Wii Not U exclusive. Um, this game, I going in, I, I bought it. I decided to buy this over Destiny probably two weeks before it came out. I think it made the smarter um, choice. <laughs> yeah, and I think it did too. But this game, I, I was expecting an okay, fun game. I put four or five hours into, be done with the story, and that'd be the end of it. But I ended up putting close to 20 hours in this game before I was done with it. Damn. But it just blew away my expectations i was expecting an okay you know boring combat system but the combat system was good enough they did a good job of incorporating the zelda um quirks into it with the the fighting style with the weapons and all all those things and the characters it was great fan service the story mode was long enough i think it was a six to eight hour camp uh story mode and the side and the side stuff you can do in the game with the adventure mode you can easily put in our 30 40 hours into it plus the dlc coming out over the next six months or so I, I mean, I can see myself... I, I haven't bought the DLC yet, but I'd like to buy it and just play through it um, eventually. But it's all set. It's all out. Number eight on my list is Smash U, um, or Super Smash Brothers um, Wii U. Um, whether I was playing with friends or by myself, I enjoyed every second I played of it. Um, I even enjoyed... I enjoyed a lot of the new gameplay modes, plus the eight-player Smash. Um, it's it's a little lower on my list just because it is... It's a Smash game. It does a great job of... Expanding upon the old games with the brand new characters, a good fight and good fighting style. I like the changes they made to some of the characters. It feels like a fresh fighting game. Uh, like it wasn't just like rehashing of the characters. It was, I feel like every character was redone top to bottom. Um, but going on number seven is Child of Light. It is the only game um, this year and probably in the last few years that I could think of that I played through in one sit-in. It was a six to eight hour or so um, story. Uh, nice twist. I enjoyed the twist on the JRPG combat where it was just like they actually had like the little bar at the bottom. If you timed the, you stopped the bar right, your damage, your attack would do more damage, or mm-hmm. it would do extra things to the to the uh, enemies and vice versa. I love that aspect with a really good solid story, and I love this. And it was also it was a Ubisoft game. Um, I think it was UbiArt that made that game. Um, one probably my favorite developer of this year. And going on to uh, number six for me was The Evil Within. Um, this this game uh, had experience of sense of like uh, this a sense of dread uh, that I haven't experienced in gaming since probably Resident Evil Four. 
where and it did a good job of taking elements of the gameplay from Resident Evil 4 and just kind of combined it into a 2014 gameplay style. So it was more a little more fast paced and action. Um, but it just did a great job of combining those two elements together with a really solid story with great bosses um, that I enjoyed it and it's probably one of the best uh, th- thriller type games, horror games I've played in years. So um, that kind of rounds out our uh, 10 through 6, guys. Uh, anything you guys want to add upon our um, our list so far? I'm good. I'm kind of, okay. I'm interested in seeing what your one, y'all's one through five is. Okay, I know. Like any surprises so far for you guys? Like anything you didn't see coming? <laughs> um, maybe that piano game. Like in your number ten. No, no, it wasn't number. It was oh, an honorable mention. Okay, never mind then. I'm good. Well, no, Dragon Age was number ten. Well, I wasn't really expecting you to rate Hyrule Warriors so high. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was. It had to be in there. I had it. My it was always in like my ten, six through ten. But yeah, it was. It had, I did. I had. I was kind of going back and forth between in those six through ten area. But I am surprised about um, number nine being Destiny for uh, uh, Jack. I well, I wasn't expecting that. Well, it's, it's kind of funny. Go ahead. Well, it's just the thing, though. It's not like I didn't have fun playing the game, but yet I just ran out of content that I really just wanted just to dive into a bit more. Yeah, it's kind of funny reading about like I'm like listening in like podcasts, people going through their favorite games of the year and reading articles about like their favorite games. It's like everybody's like bre- like begrudgingly putting it in their top ten list. Like it's like I thought someone worded it perfectly when I said it's the greatest okay game they've ever, ever played. <laughs> <laughs> That's how exactly what I feel about it. <laughs> like the gameplay is excellent, but everything else around it is not. So, yeah, that's uh, why I'll be, I'm gonna spoil alert. It's in my top five. I yeah, I figured that, but uh, <laughs> no, I good list so far. I can't I can't really personally argue knowing you guys' gaming preferences. I can't argue with any of them. Uh, but let's go ahead and we'll start the uh, the top five for us. So uh, let's go ahead and keep up with the circle we've got going on with uh, Jake. What's your number five game of 2014? My number five game of 2014 would have to be Alien Isolation. Wow! Oh, wow! There okay. you go. This game scared the shit, shit out of me in the first 20 minutes of the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, I've gone through it, and like the fact that it basically is a no-win scenario, you have to try to win, Like yeah. makes this game fantastic. The fact that you can't kill the alien, and the alien's just there. It's not even really looking for... It's looking for you, yeah. but you can, you can get by it, and you could lead... Uh, you could lead it to other like humans that are trying to kill you or cyborgs, and like I like I enjoy it for that reason. Like you can basically fake like you can like alert people to you, which will draw noise. Then you can go hide, and the alien will come out and yeah, basically just scare the shit out of people. And maybe kill them if you're lucky. But yeah, it's like this. The game's definitely a good alien game. I would definitely recommend people playing it. <laughs> and Very nice. I hope I'm brave enough to actually go back to it. I'm about halfway in the game already. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I keep going back and forth, but I don't have to pick it up. It's thirty dollars on PSN right now, so I had that credit. I'm just I keep going back and forth. I got my got the button on the purchase every now and again, but I haven't gone through the purchase it's, yet. It's a fun game. <laughs> it's yeah. challenging. Okay. Think of it as a puzzle game, but in a horror sci-fi universe. 
being chased by a fucking crazy, creepy ass alien. As xenomorph while getting shot up by fucking humans and attacked by cyborgs or androids. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> Sounds exciting. But uh, let's go ahead and go over to. Uh, uh, are you are you done, Jake? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm done for alien. Okay, uh, let's go ahead and go on to uh, Jack with your number five, buddy. My number five is Danganronpa Tripper, not Trigger Happy Havoc. Very nice. <laughs> the thing about uh, Danganronpa, I mean, it just really surprised me. I wasn't really expecting to just really get interested in the game's plot or its characters. Because quintessentially, like I've expressed before on our previous episodes, it's kind of like a mix between Phoenix Wright and 999, considering the way that uh, the characters are presented, the dialogue, the try to going through and try to accuse people of murder and this and that. The thing that uh, really impressed me, though, was the fact that uh, how easy it was for me just to really get into it, because I did not even buy this game. I just borrowed it from a friend because I was just talking about it to him, like, in one day in her in class, so he let me borrow it. I'm currently borrowing his uh, second <laughs> Danganronpa nice. game that... Uh, yeah, Danganronpa 2 and stuff like that, which I really desperately need to get back to try to play that sooner or later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just the thing about the game itself. It's just it's just really interesting in certain aspects. I mean, you're trying to survive, like, this just dire situation where you and, like, uh, all these other, like, high school students and stuff. I think 15 others, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, you and 15 other students and stuff are trying to, to uh, survive basically from this like this demonic type of uh teddy bear known as uh, monokuma pretty much and so he's given you all these uh, like motives and so that try to spur people to kill one another and all this other various stuff it's it's just really anime ish in a way where that like, the plot leads i mean it even has like its own little uh spin-off anime and stuff like that but uh hmm. But yeah, that's my number five, and it's I'm really surprised that it made it that far up my list, considering I just completed it, like, in what, in October? <laughs> yeah. Very nice, then. Okay, buddy. So I'm, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my number five. Uh, mine is Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Um, hmm. This is the only game that came out this year, and probably, actually, you think about it, um, outside of Pokemon uh, X for the 3DS, no other game is going to buy a system. Uh, and Mario Kart 8 was kind of like I was always I was one that we, I talked about for weeks and months probably how I wanted Wii U I was just waiting for those games to come and finally basically well, like that pile of games and Mario Kart 8 was like that 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 last straw that broke the camel's back for me going ahead and just picking up the, the Wii U and the Wii U has turned out to probably be my favorite console of the year as far as exclusives go but we should the hell talk about it enough yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's a fucking fantastic console um you should buy one. Uh, I don't have the money. Save the money. Fair eventually enough. buy one. <laughs> it's 200 bucks. Not bad. But go um, on. My next week purchase on a car, so. Yeah, after that, get a Wii U. Fair you enough. Play Mario Kart 8 online. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have a PS4. We have a 360. We don't play. <laughs> well, we don't have, like, we have a couple games. Well, we need to play. We'll get, we'll get a game together and we'll play. But, um, moving on. Uh, so th- this game was like kind of like, and I, I was kind of down on the Mario Kart eight, uh, Mario Kart series with uh, I didn't like the one for the 3DS, and I didn't like the one for um, the Wii, mm-hmm. um, but I lo- like it kind of brought me back to like the way I, I my all time high with the Mario Kart series when I talked about a little bit last week was Mario Kart DS was probably my favorite one of all time, and 
that kind of brought me back to a little bit with the Mario Kart 8. I thought it was a good re rejuvenation to the series for me. I like the added uh, aspect of the zero gravity um, levels. It was a nice, cool twist on it with just everything. With just like the the when they were like going, going on tracks, going underwater, going upside down, just kind of the effects of the game. And all, and it's also it's it's the, when the DLC came out, we had a really great DLC pack come out for it, mm -hmm. and it came back and it came, we had the first one come out in uh, November, and actually five months later, I went back and I played. I probably put another ten hours in that game just playing the new DLC and just going back and jumping into like the 150 CC levels I never finished. Um, but this is one that probably the only game on my list, excuse me, that I can see myself in 2015 still playing. So I know same here. That it is, has that much yeah, that, replayability. Oh yeah. So that is my, well, super smash Brothers, I guess. So yeah, probably, you know, on my top 10, but, uh, that's my, that's my number five. So, uh, go ahead on to Jack here with your number four, buddy. Wait, did uh, Jake actually do his number four? Oh, I'm sorry, Jake. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. My number four, I've talked about this a lot. We've even had an episode dedicated to it Destiny. where I've dr driven uh, Tyler crazy. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z? No. Oh, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, it's where my, yeah, it's where my oh, gamer tag you. came from. Yu-Gi-Oh! Millennium Duels is my number four. Yay! Through, through countless hours of playtime play and just replayability for me to go back through just a simple card game and just keeps me coming back to it for some reason is that the three is that the 360 downloadable one it's the 360 ps3 one it's, oh okay yeah it's the one that came out in <laughs> i want to say march yeah it was earlier this year i remember that i remember it coming out yeah it was like when i was putting my list together it's like did this game come out this year or did it come out last year mm -hmm. <laughs> like yeah so like I'm not gonna go in much into it, but because I've talked about it a lot, so go ahead and move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, Jackie boy, what's your number uh, four? Kirby Triple Deluxe for the 3DS. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, having recently completed the game, I went through a lot of the major like elements just that made it like, uh, which you know just made it just click and all uh, you know. And everything for me. I was just trying to really just gather the words of how I feel about it. <laughs> Since I tend to want to jumble things a lot. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I really enjoyed playing through Kirby Triple Deluxe because the levels were really intuitive. They were creative. A lot of the gimmick stuff in each of those various stages, from the gyroscope sensors to like uh, like the back like the back screen, the four screen and stuff like that like navigation and stuff through the stages were very creative and I really enjoyed collecting each and every one of those sunstones because it just felt like uh, it just felt natural like I just really want to just go to the stage again and just try to find that one secret path to where I can get that last sunstone which uh, hey it was all worth in the end you know because just collecting because I was able to collect all these like various like keychains and stuff like that which you know that's just one thing when you're playing through the game, you have elements like, say, like, keychains that you can collect from different Kirby games and stuff like that. Like, different enemies, different, like, character sprites, different bosses and stuff. So, when you power up the game and go onto your save file, you actually have, like, about four or five of those keychains that are presented on the top screen. And when you tilt the 3DS, they actually move, like, on a string. <laughs> It was actually pretty funny because when I first started doing that and I was just playing my like 3DS or some in the car, it's like, why is everything moving to the left? And it's like, oh, oh, that's why. Oh, that's why. 
Not to mention the various mini games that are with it too, like say Kirby Fighters and like uh, that DDD like uh, drum game and stuff, which are now individual games in the eShop, which is really funny when I think about it, because all those mini games are really fun. Because basically Kirby Fighter is like a take of like Super Smash Brothers sort of, only with Kirby and his different like elemental abilities, while the drum game is sort of like a rhythm based type of things. So that even added more like replayability to the game to me. But uh, one of the reasons why it's just uh, up so highly is it's just one of those Kirby games that I've played through and actually felt like I was having so much fun that it really took me back to games like, say, like Kirby's Dream Land 2, which I played a lot of when I was a kid, and even like, say, Kirby Superstar. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for my number four. <laughs> okay. Very good, very good pick, though. Um, I'm going on to my number four. Um... Wolfenstein, um, for really, yeah, like that Wolfenstein. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, this was not only probably the surprise of the year, for, I think, for not just me, but for a lot of people. Um, but it was legit one of the best FPS single player campaigns I've played. When probably, you go sorry. against when you have a Wolfenstein game and a Ubisoft Watch Dogs game, you really didn't expect uh, Wolfenstein to beat Watch Dogs that month. Yeah, no, oh it God. was. <laughs> no, this uh, is a good game. Yeah, I mean, like Wolfenstein, I was expecting like this to be an okay game. Like you see, like the reviews, I expected to be around like the six, seven, maybe a couple mm-hmm. eights out of tens, and um, you know, for reviews, I would expect like that mid seventy Metacritic score. Right. And but I mean, like, but this is like legit one of the best FPS single player campaigns I've probably played since um, Bioshock Infinite. That was a year and a half ago, two years oh my ago. God. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not as good as Bioshock Infinite, but um, just the, the game knew what it was. It was, it did, like, it was kind of like I would, I would put it towards like a over the top like action movie with like Arnold Schwarzenegger from like the eighties, um, where it's just with crazy characters, um, cr- over the top crazy sex scenes, like random sex scenes out of nowhere. What? Um, yeah, it was. It was, it was like a random sex scene on the on the on a train it makes no sense okay um, that kind of spoiled it's weird but it's it's <laughs> but the, the gameplay element was really cool and it did a good job of like it had it still had like the life bar like you had that you know like in doom and the old wolfenstein where you had the hundred oh my um, god that's, you didn't have, that's you actually did, a factor in there yeah and it, like but they did a great job of oh, kind so of keeping like of making it not so that it was annoying it, it and it had and it also had the a very satisfying ending which you don't see a lot in in video games nowadays um, but this is a game I hope there's a sequel to. Um, but like I said, it's a, it was a surprise to me, um, and I think that might be part of the reason why it might be so up, so high on my list. I think it deserves to be on my top ten list. But the fact that my what I expected and what I got out of this game was so big gap, was such a big gap in that it reached my number four spot. So that is my number four game for the, of the year. Uh, let's move on back to Jake with your number three, buddy. Well, my number number number. My number Bye-bye. three is <laughs> Middle Earth Shadow Mordor. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, like the um, the Batman esque feel to the um, Lord of the Rings game definitely put this uh, put Shadow Mordor at the top of my list. Mm-hmm. Freaking like the story was excellent. Like the fact that it mentioned some of the Cimmerillion stuff where you. Basically, you're a ranger who's possessed by Caliborn. The 
elf that made the rings of power, which Soren used to try to take over Middle Earth. And uh, trying to just the opening scene where you're reminiscing with your family and defending off against Urx, and you just have to watch them get executed. Sets the pace for this game, then, which kind of loses its feel about a little over halfway through, which makes you repeat some of the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But if the re- re- repetitiveness, I can't even say the damn word now. I'm drinking too much. Repetitiveness? <laughs> yes. Yes, that word. If the repetitiveness uh, didn't happen so often and you didn't really get ganged by three or four captains at a time, mm-hmm. it'd probably put the game higher up on my on my top ten. We go on to uh, uh, Jack Buddy. What is your number three game of the year? My number three game is kind of a surprise. It's Outlast. Oh wow! Very really? Nice. Outlast was a game that really struck me out of nowhere. Pretty much, I thought it was pretty much like a cliched, like just horror survival horror type of game and stuff like that, where I wouldn't be too much interested in it because of the fact that it's so much of scare tactics and it's more like this and that and this and that but that was before I actually got a chance to play it last February with uh, with one of my friends in our uh, in the ho- like in our hotel room that we were staying at and stuff like that while uh, you know just waiting for fun like uh, music stuff pretty much so here we are just like just <laughs> him another one of my one of our friends and stuff like that and I are just watching as uh, that uh, both of them are just playing on the TV you know outlast and stuff all of a sudden my friend hands me the controller it's like Hey, hey, you, Gabe, you know, you don't seem too faced by this game because both of them were, like, scared out of their shit, you know, while playing this game. And uh, here I am, I'm just... I am too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's almost but, exactly what happened with... Of course, with, after uh, an hour of PT, this... And after an hour of PT, we were all pretty much dull to it. Yeah. Yeah, guys, so at my defense, though, I had the same reaction to you guys playing PT as I did to a couple of my friends playing Outlast. <laughs> and uh, so here I am. I'm not. I'm not even scared or anything. I'm just having the controller, and my friends are just looking at me. He's like, "Gabe, how are you not affected by this?" Is like, oh, um, I don't know why. Play the game. <laughs> I'm just playing the game here. Hot under the bed. Hot in the locker. Getting chased by a mad doctor. <laughs> oh, I didn't even get to the mad doctor scene. I think. Wait, wait, wait. Did I? Yeah, I actually did get past the mad doctor scene. I think. Before uh, we had to pack up and head back to, uh, like, for an eight-hour car trip back home. But, uh... <laughs> I got to that scene and stuff like that where you're just, like... You know that guy that's strapped to the chair and stuff that's, like, screaming bloody murder and all this, all the other, like, inmates or something chasing you down that, that, cor- that corridor or something like that? Um, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. The one where you have to literally, like, jump across a chasm or something like that just to get to yeah. the other side and stuff. Yeah, that was one of the moments where I was just thinking, oh my gosh, this is actually pretty fun here for a couple things. And it got so interesting, and I made so much little jokes here and there with my friends that they still, to this day, kind of quote, like, under their breath or some of that, like, waffles, this and that, because... (laughs) Well, it's funny, because that was the joke that I had when, uh, you know, that pig man dude or something like that, while you're uh, in the dark, pretty much, and he's, like, just trying to find you and stuff, where you're trying to hide underneath the prisoner beds and stuff like that. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like he busts through the door, and uh, my friends are just on the edge of their seats. And I look at the guy 
<laughs> it's exactly as he enters into the door, kicks down the door, and I just go ahead and do a loud grab, like loud, like gravelly voice or something like that. Like, where's my waffles? <laughs> <laughs> and just on cue, my friends look at each other. They start laughing hysterically <laughs> after I did that shit. So moments like that, that actually made me reflect and had me just convinced, you know what, I should play it on my PS4. And so I went back. I played through the entirety of that game in three days. There's like one section. I think it may be a little bit of spoilers, though, to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway because, hey, uh, it's, it's far enough. For a while. Yeah, it's been out for a while. But it's that scene where you actually get a glimpse of this apparition or something like that, this black apparition or something like that, that big old smoke, like monster oh, type during thing. Oh, the last uh, section? During the last section and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. Wasn't that Billy the Ghost or something like that? Yeah, with Billy the Ghost and stuff. You actually see a first glimpse of him. And I'm thinking, like, holy shit, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> because I've actually had nightmares that look like that shit. <laughs> no kidding. But, uh, but yeah, you know, just the portions of that game, the whole collecting the documents, figuring out what the hell's going on in this asylum, all the random characters, all the that cultist leader and stuff like that that would meet you sporadically throughout the entire game that end up actually sacrificing himself. Dude, that was just fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? I didn't get a chance to play the Whistleblower DLC, which I pretty much should one of these days, but... Uh... It's on sale. <laughs> I know it's on have sale, you, but... Uh, <laughs> have you, I know this, this game you might like. Have you played Slender, The Arrival? I've heard about it, but I haven't actually played it. It seems <laughs> like a game you might enjoy. Yeah, it's probably on the consoles, I think, soon. So I, I think it's on the 360. It might be on the Xbox One. Yeah, it's on the 360. I saw that. I think it's coming to, like, the, I think it's coming to the new consoles... Uh, 2015, in the early 2015. Chris yeah. was already on the one, but I could be, be mistaken, so... Well, it could okay. be on there. I think it's on the PS4, it's on Steam as well. I might try that out. I might try out Silent Hill, too, next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, supposed to, it's supposed to come out next year. I, I think that's to be a 2016 game, though. Oh, um... <laughs> the I like the Norman Reedus. two games in the same year, that's, that's impossible. Oh, dude, that would just be fun, just to play through all that shit. Well, that's hell, I'm not stuck for hours. <laughs> yeah. Fucking three four three Industries is having two games next year too. Yeah, but this is Hideo Kojima we're talking about here. Yeah. Oh my that god. It takes yeah. like ten years to make one game. So right. And he's putting out Silent Hill, year. his own version of Silent Hill and Metal Gear Solid Silent 5. Hills. Plus Ground Zeroes this year, so My God, dude. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's my number three right there. Outlast. Very nice, good, very good pick. Um, my number three is uh, Valiant Hearts: The Great War. Um, it's Not actually surprised. another UBR game. Uh, <laughs> the same people, the same development studio that made Child of Light. That was number seven on my list. Um, but this game was—I've never been so emotionally affected playing a video game in my uh, ever. Uh, there were uh, literally multiple times in this game, and I—I I, I can be very emotional, like very emotional person. I wear my, you know, hard on my sleeve kind of guy, and. There was multiple times this game where I was fighting back tears, just whether it be with the story and the characters, um, or just reading the facts um, about. Oh god, um, poor puppy! <laughs> the, the the puppy and just other things in the game, but the the story was really was was excellent. I loved the characters uh, and just the things they had to deal with, like while in the war, like dealing with the things in the war and dealing with the things outside, like with the family, um, but also. Just reading the facts about, like, throughout the game you pick up, like, items and everything like that. And, like, you read, like, interesting facts and just things that the um, actual soldiers had to deal with during the Great War, World War I. Um, was 
It was really just like kind of emotionally affecting. It was a very it's it's weird because it's a very depressing game but a fulfilling game at the same time. Huh. Um, but I just I loved the story. Uh, the music was amazing. I would that's another game I would like to have um, the soundtrack to. I really I think it's just like one song, but I would love to have it and I I, I could listen to that game. I could listen to that song over and over again for hours and not be sick of it. Um, but I mean it was it was really it was a side school it was a side scroller game. With uh, it was it was a side school puzzle game. It was kind of weird because it was like I'd say um, I was like I talked about it was a very emotional game for me, but at the same time it was very there's a lot of lighthearted points in the game where it was kind of like kind of funny. Where like I remember there's one point you had a time you had to find socks for a soldier to like to Trench get, um, to get stuff. A, yeah, and it was just it was kind of like like silly kind of stuff like that you had to deal with. But like everything else around it, like the gameplay was kind of silly, but everything around it was super serious and just like extremely depressing and uh, it was emotional at the same time I, I love this game um, I, I kinda, I'm i hearing things I've heard some read some things about there might be DLC or a sequel to it I love that they kind of left it on a cliffhanger where there could be DLC or um, you know a, a sequel I would love that um, I would plot my money down hmm. right away um, but that has been number 3 of the year Valiant Heart The Great War um, let's go ahead and go to number 2 with uh, Jake buddy what do you got Destiny uh, first off, I'm kind of excited to see what your first two are. Okay, mine. Yeah, but okay, you're gonna be, you're my... gonna be um, disappointed. Go on. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's destiny. Oh, well, you're probably gonna be disappointed with my number two being destiny. Destiny. Um, Jack said I... earlier, like the lack of what? Go ahead, Tyler. I was I, never mind. I was I was honestly surprised it wasn't your number one. But go on. Oh no, you are actually surprised what number one is. Okay, but uh. No, there was no <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. That, oh wait, there was one that came out this year. It wasn't but, okay. It was, but yeah, I didn't play it. So oh okay. But um, Destiny, yeah, is my number two for the year. Like t- Jack said, the there is no not much of a story, but the gameplay for me makes up for the lack of story. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I think Jack didn't like as much because he didn't really have people to play with for the in-game stuff. Very true. Like, I don't think you'd like uh, the Crucible, which is PvP. Now, I think I've already said this before, though. I think you have too, bud. Oh, well. <laughs> it's a wrap-up. We kind of, this is what we do. Go on. Yeah. But, anyway. Uh, yeah, Destiny's not much of a story, but... Uh, Expansion, the Dark Blow, did add about, probably about forty-five minutes worth of story to it. Okay, only twenty dollars. Only twenty dollars, or thirty-five <laughs> if you bought both DLCs well, or expansion packs. Or you could just wait for a game of the year thing. We could just pay another sixty for it. <laughs> or I could just pay sixty dollars. Already own the game on three consoles. All right, so I don't need. <laughs> He's already put like two hundred dollars into it. So, oh my gosh, no, I. Probably about 120, including. I oh, bought, did you buy it on digitally 360? I bought it, I bought it digitally 360. Bought it physical okay. for PS4. So you got the free upgrade and buying the expansion gave me the free on both on both Xbox and ah. Xbox One. Ah, cool. But anyway, yeah, I I keep going back to this game and I. I'm kind of like Jack, where I don't really have people to play with frequently. Like, I have to go to my clan stuff like, alright, y'all want to do a raid? 
You want to do a raid? You want to do a raid? You want to do a raid? I've done one raid for the past three months. The game's been out. Oh my and, god! Uh, yeah, it's like I play a shit ton of Crucible early on, but now it's, I don't know why I keep going to it. But for some reason, the game keeps drawing me back, and I'm kind of happy hmm. with it. Like, for, I'm happy with that. So yeah. Destiny's mod number two. And I have to admit, like, I keep going, like, there's been a couple times when I even talked about Jake, um, over the weekend I went out to GameStop where they had to buy two, get one free on used games, and I almost bought Destiny. And there's been several occasions where, like, I want to play the game because I know the gameplay is good, but, like, even Jake's like, dude, don't get it. Like, he knows, he knows me well enough that I wouldn't, I probably would, after 10 hours, I'll be done with it, so. And on the I PS4, warned you about that I, months I, ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. On the PS4, I... I'm low enough level where I can easily start a character with you, but it would probably eventually me being just you not being online and me just leveling up. <laughs> That's very <Probably>. true. <laughs> That's true. No, yeah, I play. I play. My problem is I play too many different games. I don't stick with one long enough to. You couldn't be like Cobb that just or name. I'm name dropping, but you can be like Cobb where. Like on not three, he was level twenty. He was on level thirty. So that guy's put like three hundred hours in that game. I think. Yeah, Jesus. every time I see him on, he's on Destiny. Yeah, and he's either playing Halo, Master Chief Collection, or Destiny. I'm gonna pull like uh, yes. a Cliff Compton in this way, just say Jesus. <laughs> there, I just got that out. Very of Very nice. <laughs> anyway, move on. Okay, so Jackie Boy, what is your number two game of 2014? Well, mine is Super Smash Brothers. And not just nice. the Wii U version, but also the 3DS I one as well. I called it. <laughs> Why I say Super Smash... Color. Well, anyway. You did call that. You did. Oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know me well enough to where I like my Nintendo stuff. But anyway, the reason why I lumped together the 3DS and the Wii U version is, quite simply, they're just basically the same game, only minus few features here. Graphical fidelity, this and that, and this and that. But just the fact of the matter is, I enjoyed playing Super Smash Bros. when I got it for the 3DS. I spent 30 hours of uh, my time just going through, going through the classic arcade stuff, going through whatever the hell the 3DS-like uh, feature was, that Smash Run. I think I only did that yeah, a handful of times or something like that. But the main beef of it was me going through the classic mode with each individual characters and just beating Master Hand and getting all these various items and trophies and stuff. That game is fucking addicting. And I truly see me playing this game in 2015 because, for one, I now have the Wii U version. I played, I kid you not, while Jake and I, Christmas Day, were like talking with each other over Skype, he was playing a little bit of GTA V, I was playing Smash Brothers on my Wii U, and over the span, I think of an hour or whatever the hell long it was, I went through the entire home run thing with the roster that I, <laughs> that was presented wow. from the get-go without uh, unlocking any characters. Which, by now, I think I've only unlocked two characters, and that was Wario and Falco. But, uh, regardless, I am going to be hooked again to fucking Smash Brothers <laughs> in no time with this type of shit. Not to mention, in 2015 and stuff like that, I'm going to be playing games like Bayonetta 2 and Hyrule Warriors and all the other games that I haven't had a chance to go through and play. So, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, that's my Very number nice. two. That's good. That's good pick. And I think uh, my number two is actually, uh, so far, I think is the only repeat um, on the list, but my number two game of the year is Outlast. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, is this but, number uh, two? Mine was number three. <laughs> yep. So, 
Uh, this is another game where it was kind of like, just I was scared shitless through this entire game, whether being chased. Really, because by... uh, when we were playing at a party, you didn't really seem that scared. That's obviously sarcasm on your end. Uh, I remember that, that was actually a really cool experience. Where I think there was like eight of us in a party playing Outlast together, like right when it came out. Dude, and if I, anything I from think... if <laughs> sorry Tyler, but if anything ahead, from buddy. like the extra life thing where. You and I and freaking Jake here were playing PT, and you're just screaming oh, no, your head he really off doing he that shit. No, he no, he really wasn't screaming that much in it. I know he no, screamed like, like about once. They like just like what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing about PT was more jump scares. That uh, Outlast is more like psychological scares. Well, I I, yeah. I know that though. I'm just I just kind of want to wait and see what Tyler's going to react to Silent Hill because if he rates Outlast as highly, I wonder how he's going to do with the fucking Silent Hills. It's gonna be like my favorite worst game ever made. Oh, <laughs> Silent Hill! Does Silent Hills come out next year? I it's think it does. It's supposed to be. It, if, it's, if Silent Hills comes out before Extra Life next year, we're we always gonna be playing that. It. Yep. We should all get Silent Hills. We should start playing it. Playing it around, say, midnight. Yeah. Oh my god! And go through it that way, and just record ourselves screaming. <laughs> me, me changing my underwear. Uh, okay, it's a deal. Yeah, around that extra lifetime, I'm, I'm all of a get Silent Hills. <laughs> I, I will bet money right now it won't be out in 2015. But if it is, I will definitely pick it up. I'm picking it up regardless. Same. It's, it's K- Kojima son is, is making this game. So I mean, Kojima son. Uh, but now going on this this game was just a roller coaster ride of just like, oh okay, like it, you're tense, and then it's like okay, you're at ease now. Alright, it's been five, ten minutes, nothing's happened. Alright, I'm cool. And then, oh my god, oh my god, and you're running for your life. Like, then you're hiding in a locker, you're hiding under the bed, or you're. You're running, running through a sewer. Down hey, are you? <laughs> yeah. I, I can smell you. Little yeah. Big, oh, little pig. That, Come out. But, uh. <laughs> it's just crazy to me how, like, this is this was a free PlayStation Plus game that we got back in February. I know, and dude. Was, was it February? It was I think February. it was. I looked up. It, it was it the was same the, time it I played was, it. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I looked it up. It was the it was the February game uh, PSN game that month. Oh wow! Uh, but I mean, like like Jake was mentioning earlier, though it was we talked about back back probably February March when we first played it. But I remember when the first week came out, like eight of us jumped to a party and we all started playing at the exact same time. I remember Aladouche yeah. was the first to go. Aladouche <laughs> didn't even make it into the mansion. Uh, I think he I think he he parked the car and said, "I'm out." And <laughs> But yeah, I was bored. I, I had already yeah, previously beaten fucking the game, too hilarious. So. Parks the car. Yeah, I'm out. But I remember, like, I stayed up like two in the morning on a work night to play playing this fucking game. And then uh, there was it was me and one other guy playing it after like probably an hour. Probably Campbell Everybody else was or playing something. Battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I, I love this game. Um, like I talked about, I I it scared the crap out of me on just several times. Uh, just. The, the the tenseness I felt during the game like it was like the game I dreaded playing like I, when I played basically it, I like played... me in Alien Isolation yeah it's a game like when you start playing it you don't want to stop but like when you like you don't want to go back to it once you put it down you don't want to go back to it but you but you want to because you enjoyed it but it's just like oh man that feeling oh you get and it sucks I don't want to deal with it anymore <laughs> but it, for it's some just... reason you're addicted to that tension it's like it's like what Destiny is to you this is what the Outlast was to me. It's like that. This it was an addiction that I kept going back to, and I even went and played Whistleblower, 
Um, and I really I talked about when it first came out uh, back back in May. Um, actually, I think I, remember, I think it came out on my birthday in May. Um, but um, I remember buying it, and I I played that was I played that in probably one sitting. And it was it's only it, I think it's it's on sale. I think on PSN, like I mentioned earlier, it might be. I think it's over by the time this comes out. Um, but um, it's about hour and a half, two hours. But I would say it's it's more of Outlast, but in more of a condensed um, version where it's more of not so much a roller coaster ride um, of just like you know from tense moments to eat like at ease to running for your life it was just like straight just running for your life for two hours straight oh, that's what go. it was and I love that and that's why it is number two on my game of the year of 2014 this year so let's uh, go ahead and move on to Jake buddy I am fucking curious now if Destiny was your number one what is my number one drum roll Titanfall Hello Kitty Top Fall was number eight or was number seven. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> Hello, Hello Kitty, um, Roller Rollerblade, MMO. No. Oh. Well, my number one was My Little Pony. Telltale's The Wolf Among Us. Whoa. Oh, wow. Okay. Holy oh, shit! Go a point and click adventure, dude. <laughs> nice. Yes, yeah, a click adventure. This game inspired me for my freaking Christmas to get. The Five Fables graphic novels. Damn. Nice. Like, what Telltale did, like, just made that story of... Basically, all your fairy tales come to life in New York City in a noir-esque... Uh, I want to say... Fantasy. Yeah. You have big, big Bad Wolf named Big B's detective of this little area, and uh, he's the main detective and protagonist and... The New York or the little section of New York City where all the fairy tales got all the fairies or fairy tale creatures live. Um, you got Ichabod Cranes. Snow White is uh, Big B's partner. You got Little Mermaid. And all like all those people, but w- with also the fable storytelling, which is great, and when mixture with Telltale's makes this story phenomenal I honestly I don't understand how uh, it was I kind of understand how it was second to Walking Dead yeah but definitely a way better story than Walking Dead season 2 yeah well season 2 was pretty bad that's why I didn't even make my honorable mentions yeah but it didn't make mine either but yeah like I cannot wait for Walking Dead or The Wolf Among Us season Two, because it leaves on a huge cliffhanger, <laughs> and uh, I can't wait for Telltale's Borderlands, Game of Thrones, and even Minecraft. Yeah, <laughs> I think Wolf Among Us is the only one I haven't haven't completed yet. You um, should definitely do it. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. Unfortunately, they put Walk they put uh, Walking Dead season one and two on sale. But Wolf Among Us is still full price. So I'm waiting for that to get cheaper. I'll pick it up. I got all those. It's worth uh, twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. Or okay. if you want to get an Xbox One, uh, you can buy every every uh, Telltale game for fifty five dollars. Yep, I saw like, that. That's really that's cool. a really good deal. Like season one and two, like Wolf Among Us, Game of Thrones, uh, Borderlands, like all for fifty five dollars. It was just normally yeah. priced one hundred and ten. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty. I saw that deal. That's like if I didn't already like I already I've already bought the season pass or I own all the other ones. But Wolf Among Us, I own the first two episodes of Wolf Among Us. But 
I haven't. I just that's I don't beat episode one, but that that's awesome, man. That's a that's a that's an argument I can I can't argue that just because the Telltale games are that fucking good. So fucking awesome. Definitely buddy. huge <laughs> experience uh, boost from Back to the Future. <laughs> very, <laughs> very nice. Uh, so let's go ahead and move on to uh, Jack, buddy. What is your number one? I am curious. Well, let's see before. Before I do that, though, let me just just make a quick thing, just saying I did have something a little extra, like a little award category right here. It's my 2014-2013 Game of the Year. Yes, I'm borrowing something from <laughs> Giant Bomb because, you know what, I want to. So Super Mario 3D World, that was pretty fun. I had a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. But my number one game of 2014 is Mario Kart 8. Oh, nice. Mario Kart 8 is one of those games that... Uh, well, it just comes by like really much of a dime a dozen for me because for one, I love playing Mario Kart in general, but uh, yet yeah, this type of Mario Kart in general, I feel is the best one out of all the other games in the franchise. Why? Because of the creativeness inside the tracks, the amount of gimmicks that's inside the game itself, the vast amount of characters I can play. I mean, hell, I can even play as the fucking Koopa Kids. I mean, that's just something that's pretty fun mm-hmm. in itself. But I got addicted to going through every single course, every single time trial, and I actually got through, and I 100%ed, like, about, what did I do? Did I 100% all that game? I think I ended up doing so. I got the gold card, I got the gold wheels, I think. Wow. And uh, I almost got the gold, like, uh, what was it, the gold, like, glider as well, but I had to do a lot more online stuff, but that's mostly multiplayer things. But, you know what, Mario Kart 8... In and of itself, though, the way it differentiates itself from the other games of the franchise is, for one, it's one of the ones where I actually feel like I'm going to be going past and playing more of years down the line as opposed to, say, maybe a couple of hours. Say, like, say, Mario Kart 7 a couple of years back, where I only played about 10 hours of it and that was it. Whereas, uh, say, Mario Kart Wii... Yeah, Mario Kart Wii, I actually, paid, I actually did play about 50 hours or so of that game when it first came out, but... It, I just don't really feel like I'm ever going to go back to it because, for one, the online stuff was just pure, like, it wasn't really as great. I mean, the Wii had trouble enough, like, just hosting Smash Brothers on it. But uh, <laughs> for the Wii version of, like, Mario Kart, it was okay and stuff. But the difficulty in the AI in the later courses was really a big pain in the ass. <laughs> but not so much inside yeah. this Mario Kart 8. You know what? The later character, the later course is the later like challenges. Yeah, that was freaking hard though. But yeah, this is the game I wanted to learn every shortcut, wanted to get every single first place, try to go through each character. I actually did. I went and took each character and got first place with each one of them. Gone through each course, did this, did that, and quite frankly, during Christmas time, I actually bought the freaking Hyrule Warriors pack. I even got that twelve dollar bundle. That $12 bundle nice. with the freaking Legend of Zelda and the Animal Crossing things, because there's eight more tracks. There's eight more tracks that get to play, pretty much. Yep. Now it's just November. Then we get another eight in freaking May. Yeah, there you go. So, oh yeah, that's right. So pretty much you're buying another fucking Mario Kart game on top of this. <laughs> yeah, with like six new characters. It's, it's, it's a great deal for $13. I know. It's really crazy, though. But, uh, but yeah, you know what? In sort of the whole overall gaming stuff, Mario Kart 8, it's, I mean, 
in 2014. Mario Kart 8 just really was that game which I wanted to eagerly go back to, play again and again, whenever, you know, just whenever I feel like. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number yes. one. <laughs> Very fucking nice, man. That's an awesome fucking number one pick. Um, but uh, my number one uh, <laughs> is uh, I went on down to South Park and I had myself a fucking time. My number one is South Park Stick of Truth. Ah, there we go. Really? Yes. That's an awesome game. So, yes, th- that was a um, – and people – and I've talked about before that I am a hardcore South Park fan. Like that's probably like – as far as shows, I geek out more about, and I know more about, uh, like the, the, the inner stories and all the little background stuff. South Park is my show for that. Like, there's people have their Star Treks. Star Trek. South Park's my Star Trek. Uh, what? Well, there's like 20 different Star Trek series. Um, but uh, this is, you know, this is my Star Trek. I have, I think, all but three seasons on DVD. I, I literally probably watch an episode. I probably watch two or three episodes every week. I, I, I DVR episode on fucking Comedy Central. Damn. Um, but and, and that that plays a big factor into why this is my number one because um, if you look at my list, if you look ten through one, like the games for me, you look it's not that's not the greatest gameplay in the world. It's a lot of them are like small, like fifteen twenty dollar titles. To me, it's just an overall experience of like just the the emotions I feel, um, how if the gameplay can hold up with it, um, and the overall story, and those are the biggest factors for me. Um, but with the with South Park Stick of Truth, it was basically everything you wanted in a South Park game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had it had, it had throwbacks to episodes, like random like little lines from like ten years ago. Oh my shows. god, dude! Uh, fucking, I mean, you're just doing everything. No, you're just doing a whole lot of various like missions, like say from like Al Gore, from like. Uh... Not only yes. that, but, like, just random characters like Mr. Mackey, like, you find out, and here's a little bit of spoilers, you find out that he has a bit of a fucking hoarding habit, and stuff like that, inside yep. of his fucking garage, and it's so fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah. But it has every character from the show, past and present. Uh, it, it, the story is really, really good. It's a separate story. Um, basically, it's like a game, of, like, the kids are cosplaying in a Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, and it's just... Like the the comedy is there, it does a great job of just making fun of current, of uh, making fun of g- gaming today, uh, with like the Nazi zombie shit. Um, uh, but, Nazi but, like, zombie the, rats. The gameplay, <laughs> yes. Uh, but the the gameplay does a good enough job where it's it's simplistic, um, but it does a great job of like you never got bored of it. Um, it it was it kept the, it was just goofy enough with like some of like the special power ups you did like. Yep. Um, Big, um, uh, Mr. Mr. Slave's uh, freaking summoning attack. Mr. Oh my yeah, god, like dude. Attack. He'd actually, like, he would, like, jump on you and, like, just, like shove you, shove him, shove you, like, the character, the enemy up his ass, which is a throwback to an episode where he put Parasitin up his ass. Oh my god. Uh, let me just say for a fact that when I was watching that summon, and, you know, I did the exact opposite of Tyler. Instead of playing through South Park Church, Stick of Truth, I was watching the Let's Player, uh, Lucagen, like, play through that entire game and oh my god dude it was so fucking hilarious from beginning to end and stuff especially Mm -hmm. that part mr slave summon it was just so messed up she's just fighting some random school kids and something like that mr slave pops up and then all of a sudden the kid goes up his ass it's like what the fuck they have like jesus with a machine gun and like blows people away 
Uh, fucking! It's oh my just, god! It's just crazy. and the fucking Chinese guy, dude, that like uh, has that uh, various yeah. uh, like samurai based attacks, dude. Yep, yep. Uh, then like you fight like the uh, the the goddamn Mongolians. <laughs> uh, that's actually a whole side mission. But um, that game is really good. I think anybody like that, even if you don't know anything about South Park, anybody can jump into that game and enjoy the story and the world. Um, but it, the more you know about the the show and the characters and everything behind it, the more you're going to enjoy that show or that game. It's just, it's, it's basically, it's a 20. If you do, I did, I, this is the first game that I've ever hundred percent in my entire life. Are you serious? This yes, was like, your I, first I, I game. The, yeah. This is the Aww. first game. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it's just cause I enjoyed all, I did all the side quests. I found all the chimp Pokemon. I, I fucking I did everything. I got all the all the hidden characters. Oh my I did God, everything dude. in this game you can do. Um and I put in did fifteen, twenty hours in it. And this isn't a game where like if it was thirty, forty hours or fifty hours, I mean I think this would have worth it on me, but that fifteen, twenty hour mark that I put into it was fucking perfect for this dude. game. And that is why <laughs> it is my game of two thousand four. I hope that comes out for the PS four and the Xbox One. I if it comes out and there's there's been talks of them like upgrading it. The, the game, the thing is, you don't even have to like do a graphical update to it because it looks like the show. Yeah, no shit. But you know, like, like if they came out for forty bucks, I would buy it right away. I'd buy it day one on PS4, Xbox One. I would buy it. You too. know, I hear nothing like good, nothing good about that game, which is kind of makes me happy because it's the only really good South Park game. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been there's been a lot of South Park games. A lot yeah, of terrible ones. And they're all crap. Like from, I, remember, I, I have games, probably dude. every. There was the kart racing one. There was a bad South Park one in 64. There oh, was yeah. that weird Chef game show one. Chef's Love Shack for the uh, 64 and the PlayStation. Yeah, there was there was the two Xbox Live arcade games. Which suck. Um, that were pretty... They were I one was both. a tower defense game, though. It so. was an okay tower defense game, but the other was one like was like Scott Tenorman, like Revenge or something like that, which wasn't that great. Yeah, it was bad. I bought it day one, and I played like three levels of it, and I realized it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that um, I think that was a really fucking good list, guys. I, I that was fun to kind of go back and just it's it's fun to go back at the end of the year and look back at oh yeah the, the past you know twelve months of gaming. So I don't know. I mean, I think we're uh, I think we're actually pretty good. Um, are, are you guys anything to mention with these lists? I mean, are we are we good with it? Mm. You wanna yeah. so maybe you wanna delve into interview real quick and then move on. Yeah, we can go, we can do an interview real quick and then uh, jump out. Do you actually want like I'll let you I'll let you take this one over, Jake, because I'm, I'm curious what you're gonna say about it. Well, uh, how far have you gotten into it, uh, Jack? I've gotten like an hour or so into it, so I'm gonna leave the major discussion All right, things well, for you guys. We'll, we'll hold it off. <laughs> we'll hold we'll hold we'll hold off till next week then, because you definitely should watch the entire movie. All right. Yeah. Well, quick note on it though. Um, we, as we said last week, we, I was actually um, talking about going to Atlanta to go see this movie. Yeah, which makes me happy that they actually put it out on a uh, YouTube Xbox Live yeah. video. I think it's up on uh, iTunes right now. You can get it on iTunes now. It was based on everything except, except for the Sony platforms. Sony, <laughs> which makes you wonder. It's like That's why? Fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. It's- it's like Sony make like Sony if Sony put it on their platforms, that's all profit for them. No shit. It's like I think they might have been just avoiding it just to be safe. Yeah. 
But it's like, yeah, we're going to let y'all do whatever you want with it. We're not going to touch it. Definitely general thoughts of it, though. Good movie. Everyone should go, go to YouTube and watch it. Yeah, you can rent it for 6 bucks or buy it for 15 I would definitely recommend buying it for 15 Holy shit, you can actually it. buy that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I bought it. Like, the moment they said it was on YouTube, I bought it. Yeah, I know you bought it, yep. Jake. I mean, hell. Oh, see, I was... Uh, See, the reason why I bought it was I was willing to drop two hours to go see this two-hour movie. But instead, now you can actually just pay and then drop two hours and back just to watch it in your house. Nice, right? Makes sense. So good, have a, like, good economical decision. So yeah, but yeah, definitely everyone should watch it. Like, please actually buy it or rent it off YouTube or iTunes or Xbox Video. Don't illegally download it. Yeah. Unless you live in another country, which is unavailable. Then when it does come to your country, bot. Yeah, there you go. It's actually kind of interesting. I read about it um, the, between like the day it came out, Christmas Eve, and I think Sunday or Saturday, it made over $15 million on downloads alone. That's fucking crazy. That's pretty... I mean, obviously, it probably would have made hundreds of millions if it was in the theaters. I don't um, know about But that. I think this is an interesting... <laughs> It would. It, it's, it's got two big names on it, and it's it, the amount of publicity around it. I think it would have it would have made hundreds of millions of dollars easily. Um, but no, I think it's interesting. Kind of, this is kind of our first jump into like a big movie title uh, going on to the digital platforms first. I think this is hmm. kind of like what we're going to be seeing more and more I as the years will. progress. I bet we will. I mean, it's going to be as, less as the years the progress, theater. but not not soon. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're not. I mean. Fifteen million dollars is pretty good for the, but I mean it's not they a fraction of what they would have made in theaters. Oh, no. So <laughs> hopefully DVD sales or Blu-ray sales will boost it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I definitely like to see this because I'm not a big fan of going to the theaters. I like to, I'd rather just I pay I'll pay fifteen dollars to stay at home and watch a movie than spend ten bucks to go to the theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's not even ten bucks now. I went to see the Hobbit or Battle of Five Armies. Yeah. Fucking cost me like twenty dollars to go see the movie. It was it was three D IMAX. Cost me oh, twenty dollars. Yeah, oh well, yeah, but if you're going to see a movie like The Hobbit, you're going to have to see it in the best quality. Yeah, like when I went and saw Interstellar, I had to pay eighteen. It cost me eighteen dollars to go see it IMAX. So yeah, it was yeah. like, but I mean, was, you could you could see a like a matinee for like eight bucks nowadays. So yeah, but if you want for what really the best quality though is the best quality it's like watching uh yeah inception i think yeah. yeah like you can watch it on dvd or something or blu-ray but the best the best view for it is probably in theaters yeah most definitely but I, i'm 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 willing to pay a little extra money to stay at home and watch it yeah so. uh, i understand it's but uh anyways go ahead all right, we'll but, uh, talk about this more next week. We'll yeah, talk we about can, the interview next week. When... Yeah, we can double up more into more of a review next week for that. But uh, I think that's our show for the all week, right. guys. Um, uh, we, you want we want to go ahead and do wrestler of the week and all that, or you want to just wait till next Let's week? Let's wait till next week. <laughs> okay, that works for me. Um, but you can check us out on Facebook. We have a page and a group, both under the name Generation Gaming. Pretty easy to find on there. Uh, we are also on Twitter, Gen underscore Games. So follow us on there. Um, we're also on YouTube, Gen Gaming Net. So check us up on there. Uh, Jake's doing a really good job, and Sean as well, of putting up videos. Mm-hmm. 
I would say for every few days or so we get another video up there. Um, and I think uh, Jake and I have um, somewhat agreed to doing a Let's Play um, uh, sometime this week. And hopefully that will be out um, later on this week or next week. Um, and we're also on Twitch, Gen Gaming Nets as well. So go on there every now and again. We'll, we're all synced up to that account. Um, we'll every now and again we'll jump on and do some uh, live streaming of our games um, and what we've been playing. So uh, I think that will wrap up our episode 80 this week. Uh, I was your host uh, Tyler. I was the Jack of Hearts. <laughs> I've been Jake. Uh, <laughs> GG everyone. GG. Alan. <laughs> Bye. Hope everyone has a good Christmas. Or <laughs> hope everyone had a good Christmas. <laughs> And yes. I hope everyone has a great New Year's. Yes. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's nothing he wouldn't do. <laughs> there's, there's a few. I won't. I won't eat like onions. That's a thing. <laughs> and we're out of it. Bye.